Hi, I'm Mark. Thank you for joining me on Words of Truth today. Why are people so angry? Have you noticed it? I mean, it feels like people are angry about everything. They're angry that they don't have the job they want. People are angry that their spouse doesn't, well, you fill in the blank. There's anger towards our justice system, and if a decision is made that somebody doesn't like, it gives them reason to express their anger both verbally and physically. Uh, there's anger being displayed toward our politicians, anger that's being displayed in, well, road rage against other drivers, anger in the grocery store because somebody took the last bag of cheesies. <laughs> so much anger. I've even seen anger in the church as Christians battle with one another over the most petty of things, and it usually boils down to control issues. One person doesn't like what the other person is doing, and they think their way is better, and so they go to the battle, and they disrespect one another and cause conflict, and, well, even will sometimes bring about a split in relationships. You know, I'm not convinced that this is the way that God wants any of us to live, but the reality is that we've all been given a sin nature by inheritance from our parents who got it from their parents, who got it from their parents, right back to Adam and Eve. Now, when we come to Christ and ask his forgiveness of sin, well, he comes into our lives and he gives us the power and the authority to ignore the promptings of our sin nature. And when we feel anger or envy or pride or any other sin rising up in us, well, the Holy Spirit is available to help us to overcome the temptation and live a holy life. Now, unfortunately, so many people will give in to sin's promptings, and we not only cause harm to ourselves, but also to our relationships both with man and God by grieving the Holy Spirit. In the letter of James, he offers us some advice on dealing with anger that I think we'd do well to listen to. This is what he says in James chapter 1, verses 19 and 20. Know this, my brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. You see, if we want to conquer our anger, Number one, we need to start out by being quick to hear. Now, I have to admit it that um, there have been times in my own life when I have not been quick to hear, but instead I've been too busy trying to figure out what I'm going to say in response. Have you ever done that? I bet you have. Being quick to hear means that we give someone our undivided attention. Now, I tend to be a problem solver. And so I have to admit that this is easier said than done. And so learning to keep my mouth shut when all it wants to do is speak is a habit I'm continuously working on. Oftentimes when I'm doing some marriage intervention counseling, uh, I'll suggest that the couple try using the love method in their communication. That's L-U-V. The L stands for listen. And so I instruct the couple to listen to one another in turns. First, one speaks and the other listens, and then vice versa. The U stands for understand. 
when their partner speaks, they listen with the intent of understanding what they're trying to communicate. They're not trying to come up with a response or a defense, but they're simply trying to understand their partner's point of view. You do that by responding to them, by repeating back to them what you think they just said to you. And if you didn't understand it properly, well, it gives that person a chance to double back and explain it until they do understand. And then the V stands for validate. It's important to validate what the other person is saying. And you do that by saying something like, I'm sorry that you felt hurt when I said that. And you say it without excusing yourself or your actions. Or you might say, well, that must have made you feel really humiliated when they treated you like that. Validate their feelings by giving a response to what they've shared with you. And then it's the other person's turn. They share their heart while the other listens to understand and to validate what they've heard. You see, nine times out of 10, when couples are in conflict with one another, and I'd expand that to anyone in conflict, it's because they have a communication problem. And it all starts with being slow to hear, not quick to hear, but slow to hear. The Amplified Bible says that we need to be ready listeners. That means that I have to be willing to put myself and my feelings aside until after I hear the other person speak. But James also says that we need to be slow to speak. And as I said before, I tend to be a problem solver. And that means that I tend to speak first and listen later. But over the years, I've learned that it's more beneficial to stay quiet and pray before speaking. You see, when we speak first, especially when we're in a conflict, we usually speak out of our own hurt and anger. When we're hurt and angry, we just want to say what our feelings are telling us to say. And usually we don't think very carefully through it all before it all comes out. But when we stop to listen before we speak, and when we stop to think and pray through what we want to say, it's then that God will show us the words we need to speak. And there'll be words flowing with grace rather than rage. Colossians chapter 4 and verse 6 says, Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know what you ought to answer each person. And the only way for that to happen is if we zip our lip long enough to be able to hear from God. And then James says to be slow to anger. I think James said everything before this one because anger is the real problem. Maybe somebody in the church was waiting, uh, was writing, uh, uh, sorry, let me start over. Maybe somebody in the church he was writing to had an anger issue, and it's because they didn't know how to, how to listen, and they were always just spewing their own opinions. That may have been what was going on in the church that James was writing to. And it's when we're not quick to listen and we're too quick to speak, that anger becomes a problem. First, because if we don't hear what the other person is really saying, it's easy to get offended. And that's what happens to married couples all the time. But it can happen to anyone. They're so busy trying to get their point of view across that 
Anything the other person says is offensive to them. Why? Because they haven't stopped to really try to understand what the other person is saying and feeling. Walking around with offense in our heart is grueling. It's a heaviness that's so hard to shake. Not only does it affect me, but but it affects everyone around me. When we walk around with offense, we become irritable and discontent, and both of those will lead to bitterness and resentment, and then it affects our relationships with other people and with God. One time when our kids were young, attending a Christian school, one of our sons said something to a person in his class who was a, of a different culture. But our son was of an age that what he said was an innocent question, just attempting to understand that person's culture. Well, the classmate went, went, classmate went and told the parent what our son had said, and the parent was immediately offended. They jumped to the conclusion that both my son and we, his parents, were prejudiced, and they wanted justice for such behavior. And so I met with the offended parent, and the first thing I did was listen. I asked what it was that offended them to such a degree. And I sought to understand their point of view. And then I talked to them about why our son would have asked the question and then gave them some background that helped them to see our reference point. Well, the good news is that because we listened to one another and really sought to understand that things turned out good and the offended parent came to a better understanding of why our son asked the question and, well, was able to forgive him. So many people today are offended by so many things. And I think it's simply because they've allowed offense to build up to the point that they're bitter and resentful, and they haven't genuinely stopped to listen and understand. And so they get angry. Anger is, you know, actually a natural emotion that shows we're human. In fact, the Bible tells us not to sin when we're angry. Ephesians 4.26 tells us, be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. Sometimes things do make us angry, right? But we have to deal with our anger in such a way that it pleases God, and it's not pleasing to God when we lash out in anger. It's also not pleasing to God when we sit down and stew about it. You see, we have to make the choice to work through our feelings of anger, confess it to the Lord, And then ask him to help us to respond with grace because anger doesn't promote the righteousness of God. And that's why it's so vital to be mindful of our anger and to recognize it. Once we recognize it, we need to honor God by asking him to help us to work through it. And then in the end, we have to make a choice. We can either hold on to it or we can use one of the keys to victorious living, which is to be quiet and to listen. You see, honoring God means that we need to heed his word and to develop the habit of applying the scripture to our lives. We we need to be mindful of being quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to get angry. Maybe right now you'd be willing to say a prayer like this with me. Lord, please forgive me for opening my mouth when I should have kept it firmly shut. Help me to be a better listener and to show others that I am open to hear them. I pray that you will help me to not react when I get offended, but to come straight to you first with the offense. 
Forgive me for the anger, bitterness, and resentments that I have held in my heart and help me to release them and let them go. Today, I choose to honor you. Today, I choose to forget, forgive the past and press forward with you. Today, I'm choosing to be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope this has been helpful for you today. Let me know if it has been. Thanks for listening, and I hope you come back next week.